game time. You're listening to the House League Heroes podcast with your hosts, Riley Barton and Tanner Chuby. Follow the guys on Instagram at underscore Riley Barton underscore and Tanner C-H-U-B-E-Y. Do you hear that, Riley? The House League heroes are back. It's season three. The hockey season's coming. It's almost here. (laughs) (laughs) That's way too much energy for me, man. Oh, Oh my my God. God. I don't know where my camera's. Oh, it's. Whoa, (laughs) this thing follows you? Holy smokes. Welcome back to the House League. Season three. (laughs) Welcome back to the House League heroes. Season three is finally here. And uh, the hockey season is just right around the corner. I'm Tanner Chuby, joined as always by my beautiful co-host, Riley Barton. Riley, how's it going? Doing great. I uh, hope everyone had a good uh, off-season there. Nice and hot everywhere. So, I mean, like, you kind of had to have a good good summer. But, yeah, I'm excited to be back. It was nuts. The weather was odd here. I'm not going to lie. It got really shitty. And then yeah. it got really fucking hot. Like, unbearably <laughs> hot. <laughs> that just couldn't make up its mind and yeah what are what are some things you got up to this offseason because I know we said that uh before we left that the NHL needs a break considering the last two years have felt like they've all just mixed in together so what did you kind of get up to and uh what'd you do with some time off here honestly I I stayed quite a bit away from hockey I think I needed a break as well um I didn't I followed along obviously when big stuff got posted and um that was fun when I did but I kind of took a break as well, and now it just made me even more excited. I can't wait till I watch some games this year and you play, oh, this guy's here. When when did that happen? When did yeah. he go here? Like, I just oh. got reminded that Burns is not in San Jose, and I was shocked. I knew it happened, but I was like, oh, my God, I forgot about that. It's, uh, man, it's going to be crazy. Like, we have our fantasy draft tomorrow. Um for fantasy hockey and the i'm gonna look through names and be like there's no way they play there that did not happen <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's i love doing that in the draft it's so funny because or when you draft someone that you think's playing for another team and you realize that they're actually playing for someone else and you're like oh i didn't want them on that team <laughs> yeah exactly no one wanted them there like <laughs> yeah. who's gonna pick andrew ladd on the arizona coyotes <laughs> yeah, i think that's what someone did and i was like that was not on purpose excuse i mean andrew ladd is quite the talent um (laughs) just just for your information i don't know Uh, what you're saying um but yeah i i'm kind of in the same boat as you i definitely (laughs) um yeah i i needed a break from hockey i to be honest did not follow it uh closely whatsoever um did you know that the world juniors happened in august because i completely (laughs) forgot about that before preparing for this i mean they were here so i kind of was informed about it but yeah i I didn't follow it along too closely you know what probably would have made it a little more memorable is if team canada's games weren't on at four o'clock when half of the west is at work yeah i would say more than half because it's the west but like, who was ske- who was scheduling that? How yeah, did that I make any sense? That was a that was a beautiful idea, and also the ticket prices were I don't know if you saw them ridiculous, so expensive. It was absurd, and where it was it in it was in Edmonton, right? Because yeah, they just I think it was Red Edmonton Deer Red Deer. I think they still had some games in Red Deer. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, but yeah, I couldn't even anyway. tell you one thing from that tournament. All the only thing I remember is the gold medal game, Mason McTavish with the save of a century. That was disgusting. That play, man, man that's an all-time moment. We were, they, uh, 
at a fire watching that. I was like, oh, the, the gold medal game's on. Like, we threw it on someone's phone and then yeah. started watching it. And we, nobody, like, everyone just started screaming when that save got made. I can't remember. Did they score right after that? Cause yeah, yeah. Like, you, about 30 seconds after. God, that was insane. I, that, I remember hockey Twitter just breaking. No one could believe what happened. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the World Juniors happened. Canada uh, took home gold, so go Canada, I guess. Yeah. Um, Hockey Canada still under scrutiny, um, as they should be. We're, yep. They just keep on keeping on, hey? I would say uh, we talk about it, but it's the first episode back. I don't want to get too too down. I want to talk about some we fun stuff. Yeah, we know what happened. We're here. We We're here. About it. Um, this is on Riley. I'm gonna I'm gonna give a bit of a hot take here. Uh, the preseason's actually started off hot. The the preseason is actually the best time of year for hockey. <laughs> what are you talking about? You know, and it has nothing to do with. I want to see you back this up. I'm. <laughs> it has nothing to do with the on ice play, okay? Although the get, you can clearly tell everyone's trying their absolute ass off. It is so funny watching fan bases react so intensely to preseason oh, games. Yeah. Okay, I agree with this. Then I, I like where you're going because I completely agree. <laughs> If you look at just Hab's Twitter with Yurov Yurov Slavkovsky, this kid's a bust already. He's done. He's not gonna make it. (laughs) He's washed at 18 years old. Yeah, it's game over for him. You can hang him up. Like man, this finally. And they wonder why people don't want to go play in Canadian markets. It's because of stuff like this, guys. The oddest thing, eh? Because. God forbid he has to go down to the AHL and make your team worse than it's already going to be because the Habs blow absolute wang. Yeah, <laughs> which is too bad. I, I, <laughs> man, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, we got Mitch Marner trying out on defense too. Yeah, I don't know. I I think coaches and GMs just this is their time where they this is right, their let's just party try time. everything. They're like this is they're actually playing NHL 22 right now. Like they they don't care. They got the minus three on chemistry on the back end in Toronto yeah. right now. They're like a forward on defense. That can't work. Um, Let's try it. <laughs> speaking, of, I, I know we covered the draft a little bit. We covered Slavkowski. Let's kind of talk about that a little bit. Uh, you know, again, it's it's preseason, man. Just give the kids some time. Like It doesn't. You're yeah, not going to everyone a break in preseason, man. Like, yeah, I don't know how people are so energized going into the season. Like I there's so much going on everywhere and it's like there was no break they hate these guys already yeah i exactly i don't understand um shane, man speaking of which uh shane wright the did you see was that patterson that walked him the other night that was dirty i didn't Left see him. it actually oh man i i can't remember it was one of the two pettersons you guys have because you I, you guys <laughs> hate the world but yeah um do. yeah right i think Wright got walked and then people nice. were just and then instantly everyone started going to defend the Slavkovsky pick. So it's like everyone's yeah. very. Oh, my God. It's I think so every, crazy. I think everyone's just a little crazy um, come preseason, yeah. which is why I think it's a great time of year. Um, yeah. And we're going into this year and there is, uh, I think, a lot of change. I think we're going to see come this year in the NHL. Um, I think a lot of. These teams that we've seen uh, been rebuilding for a couple of years now are finally going to start to take the reins, take uh, their place at the top. And one of them 
who maybe had the best offseason ever and were riding high up until I believe it was yesterday or today, uh, the Ottawa Senators. They made a lot of big offseason moves. I mean, Giroux's come in to bring kits. Um, Cam Talbot came in. Now he's out for, I think yeah. it was five to seven weeks, which is really yeah, unfortunate yeah, for them. Um, I think they're a team that makes some noise this year in the Atlantic. Um, I, I've been excited for the Senators. I don't know why. It's just because of how boring they've been, I think. And I like Brady Kachuk. So, like, I, I want them to do well. Um, but I really hope that they, they get off to a, a hot start. Um, if not, I think they're a team to look for in the second half of the season to make a bit of a change around if they haven't already. Do you think they maybe have some, do you think maybe they sputter a little bit at the start just with kind of all the new pieces that came in, just trying to figure out, uh, DJ Smith's system? Yeah, pro I, I guess the system would be the hardest part for them. I feel like those players can play well together naturally, but once they get used to that system, I, I do agree. Um, I, I hope they don't take a minute to get adjusted but I, I i feel like they will looking at the atlantic i i don't think there's an easy win in there anymore you know like no. last few years it was buffalo uh detroit ottawa like you could almost bet those were wins yeah man all three of those teams i don't think you're you're getting any easy fight against them any night this year no um do you think the Sens make the playoffs that's kind of been the biggest talking point if they finally make their way back in that atlantic division I want to see them like battle for a wild card spot for sure. Um, if I were to bet on it right now, I would say no. But I, you know, I wouldn't be shocked at all if they did make it. Who do you think they take out then? Because it like I think the obvious ones are like the four that were last year, right? Like Florida, Tampa, Toronto, and Boston. Like which of those four teams do you see reasonably they could take out? <laughs> I want to say Boston just because I hate Boston. <laughs> well, I think that's the most likely one. I yeah. mean, Marchand's out for a bit to start the year, and they, I mean, Bergeron isn't getting any younger. I mean, yeah, it's, 100%. I don't think it's, that's, a, that's a crazy thing to think about. It's, it, uh, I don't know. I don't think they are going to make it, unfortunately. I think one more year of... Um, I think they'll be close. I think it's going to go right to the very end of the season. But if there's one thing with the Senators that I think is going to happen this year, I think this is finally Tom and Shabbat's coming out party. I think That'd be nice. That'd be nice, I, too. This is, you know what? Early season prediction, he's one of the Norris candidates. I'm telling it right now. I think he's going to turn heads, and it's going to be like the shock factor, and they're going to put him on the ballots. <laughs> That'd be fun. I, I am. I'm just excited for. I'm excited for a lot of the Atlantic Division, uh, just in general. To be honest, like I want to see Buffalo make some noise, um, with the younger kids that they have right now, and I, I hope that they get to. Yeah, absolutely. Tage Thompson uh, signed his big deal, coming off a, I what was it, 41 goals or something last year. Man was a menace. So it'll be interesting to see if he can live up to that. Darlene's been getting a little bit better finally. Um, Owen Power, I don't know if he's going to be playing with the the Sabres this year. Um, I hope so. He's good, man. I hope so too. And then you just got you know guys like Alex Tuck and Cousins who continue just to round it out. Jeff Skinner, who's actually uh, useful, just to put it <laughs> bluntly. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's it, it's going to be exciting. The Atlantic, man. Detroit's got Perron, Cop. Uh, Sherratt there now. They've got, you know, you got Larkin and oh, it's just exciting. That Atlantic division is <laughs> going to be a bloodbath. I can't wait. Who do you think comes out on top in that division? 
Oh, Toronto. Is it because Marner's going to win the Norris and the I think it, this year? I think it is. I think we're going to see a, a once-in-a-lifetime kind of thing there in, in Toronto. You know what's... Okay, if you're... If you're a Leafs defenseman, I know it's like probably only going to be situational, but do you not kind of look at that as insulting and being like, I've been doing this my whole life and we're just going to throw this <laughs> under six foot guy on <laughs> on defense? Yeah, I mean, I guess a little bit. They'd be like, I-, I busted my ass for this. Like, I gave up so much for this position. And like, this kid's just going to come back here and light it up. I should have got a right shot defenseman. They've just taken too long. I hope they don't. He's my usually my go-to fantasy guy, so I don't know if I want to pick him this year now because of. Well, maybe maybe on D he'll be a big hitter, and we got hits in the league this year. So. Yeah, (laughs) I don't think Marner's going anywhere near the corner. No, I think he's got it. I think he's got it, man. You think he's gonna go to the corner? Who's a tall forward? I don't even know. You think him? Anybody, man? (laughs) Patrick Kane's a tall guy in the corner, man. Oh man! Well, I you know, we're not even gonna touch that one. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> God damn it! Yeah, interesting. Uh, another hot take I had. Uh, you actually saved this one in our chat. I made this back in like August. Uh, Alex Chason gets I think forty goals, sixty goals. I said. Um, <laughs> you said sixty. I'm staying with it. I'm, okay. D- I'm telling you, Alex Chase, you heard it here first. Alex Chase on is scoring 60 goals <sighs> with the Arizona Coyotes. Uh, you know, know what? I can't wait for it. I'll take him in the draft. I'll take him second or overall in the draft. Yeah, I got put ninth. I'd like to just pick top three once in this league. This is like life. this is my first top three, so I'm excited. Do you have any idea who you're going to take or are you not going to reveal your, your draft strategy? No, I mean, it doesn't matter right now. I'm taking dry sidle. Really, you're going to take him over Matthews? Yeah, yeah. Well, speaking of Matthews, do you think Matthews scores 60 this year again? That's that's my biggest thing, is I don't. That's why I'm taking Dreisaitl. I think uh, okay. I think he's still going to have a stellar year, but I, I don't know if he's going to hit 60 again. If he does, then like that's going to kind of suck for me, but I'm taking Dreisaitl. He's just like the safest pick, especially at second there, because it's kind of hard, because you can take a lot of guys second overall in fantasy this year. Like depending on what you want, like people would take. I'm. I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of t- people take McCarr second overall this year, even first. Yeah, um, I know Noah would probably take him first if he had the chance. <laughs> um, if I take him second for if Noah had second, I think he definitely would because McDavid's obviously gonna go first. You're not. You're not gonna be allowed to pick McCarr though. You always pick Hedman because no one else can ever have him in the league. Someone's got, there's no way I get him again this year. There Guys, I don't think no I don't think you understand how frustrating it is. Riley has had Hedman the last two years, and no matter <laughs> Three, what actually, you the offer year I, him, I played a year without you that I had him as well. The no matter what you offer him, he would just not give him up for nothing. Hedman's my guy. Okay, he's just like he's like my comfort player that I have on my team. As long as I have him, I feel somewhat okay about my team. I think Drysital could be. I mean, Drysital is obviously going to be a good pick. It's never you're never going to go wrong. Like in the what series was it? Was it against Calgary or Colorado? The guy was playing on one leg. And yeah, he was just dishing out assists like it was his. Yeah, like he was doing it in sleep. Um, what about uh, we got a guy closing in on a really big record here, Alex Ovechkin. I think he's just over a hundred goals away from Gretzky's goal record. 
Um, do you think he hits over 50 again this year? Or do you think it's finally we maybe start to see the grade eight slow down? Dude, I never want to count uh, the grade eight out. So, like, I don't think I can say that he won't, even though, like, in this case, I feel like maybe it will be his last year, but I've said that three years in a row. So, I don't know, man. What do, what do you think? I don't think he's going to hit 50. I think we finally start to see the decline. I hope I'm wrong. I really do. I'd love to see him score like this till he's, like, 45, but... Yeah, I got to go see him this year. I got to make sure that I, when he's in Calgary that I go see him. It's just... uh I think he's going to break the record no matter what. I think teams will just keep him playing just so that he can beat it. But yeah, um, man, I really hope I'm wrong. I hope he wins the rocket again. That'd yeah. So sick. Imagine what is, that. It's almost 40 years old. That's nuts. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> um, awesome. So uh, you don't think Matthews is hitting 60. Who do you think takes home the Richard then? Uh, probably still Matthews. Like... Yeah, like, I, I just don't think he's going to get a 60 this year. Who do, who, do you think there's another player out there that could drop I 60 think, this year? I think there's an easy one, and I think he, he's not known as a goal scorer, and I think that's why people always kind of overlook him, but I think I don't think it's absurd to think Connor McDavid could easily just decide to be a goal scorer if he wanted to. I guess it really depends on how he approaches the season, because um, if he wants to, then he will. <laughs> That's the thing that's so crazy about him. He can play whatever way he wants, and it'll work. Yeah, he can be the playmaker. He can be the sniper. And I think maybe this year, I just feel like he's going to take it to a whole new level. I think we're going to see maybe the best McDavid we ever have, which is I think scary. we will as well. Um, and uh, yeah, so I, I could see that happening for sure. I, I still think Matthews, I'll, I'll, I'd still put my money on Matthews, and I said it, but like, yeah, that, that could go either way. It's going to be one of the uh, top two centers in the league, I think. Um, I think maybe a sneaky one in there, too. David Pasternak. I think he's kind of always just last, I think, two years, he kind of fell off a little bit. But he was in there, the race, I think, right before COVID hit. Yeah, he he just needs to find his stride. He's been, uh, he might be a sneaky pick in fantasy this year if anyone's looking at him because of that. I think it's going to go a little late. I think McDavid hits 62, Chase on 61, and then maybe we'll throw okay. past in there at 59 just, to, right. just to be safe. Those are um, good but the thing is, those 61 goals that Chase on scores, those will be the only goals scored by Arizona all season. So, <laughs> Yeah, he's all the firepower is going towards him. They're betting They're just, all their money. They are. It's like an ISO in hockey. They are just making sure Chase on gets the puck all the yeah. time. Um. The Arizona Coyotes, too. Have you seen that arena? Have you kind of started seeing the upgrades on it? Man, it is going to be so sick. I want to go <sighs> see a game there. That I mean, like, it would be so much fun to go see a game there, man. And I hope that they at least can sell that thing out every night. Because, God, imagine the internet if they if they don't sell that thing out even one time. At that point, how do you not consider moving the team? I know, but it's scary because I could see it happening. They need to like take advantage of the students very, like big time. Well, and I think the problem is too. I think ticket prices were like even more expensive than they were in their last arena, and it just nice. that's not how you're. Sorry, students can't afford that, man. They yeah, and it's like I tickets. understand you can, you aren't you don't have as many people there, but like that's 
that doesn't mean you can jack up the prices because it's not going to work. Batman is never going to let you relocate. So honestly, just set your prices as low as you want. Just give yeah. free tickets. Batman's not going to let you leave Arizona because he doesn't yeah, want to be wrong. You're in the win. Um, Riley, I want to get your opinion on the Canucks this year. They're in the Pacific Division, probably the weakest division. It was yes. uh, a really bad start last year with Travis Green. Uh, barbecue Boost Boudreau, Bruce Boudreau came in, and uh, the offense finally started to click, but it was a little too little too late for the Canucks to to squeak in at the end there. What do you expect from the Canucks this year? Um. See, I'm hearing a lot of other people say that they're going to do well this year, and I feel like they might not, and I'm usually wrong, so I'm hoping that uh, I am wrong this year. Um, it's just we started camp with a lot of injuries already. Um, Besser's out. He broke his hand and just got surgery, which is just the most annoying thing I've heard in the last three years because, God, that kid needs a break, man. Like, <laughs> he just oh never sees like he can get anything going right for him. I know. I was so hyped for him this year. I was like, he got it. Like he, his head's back in the game. He's ready to go. Bam! Broken hand. He's gonna come back. Unconfident, maybe. I don't know. Like how bad it was. Maybe he'll come back and be fine. But God, that's scary for him. And you know, some of these younger guys that got hurt in camp as well. I want to see. So it really depends. It's got J T. Miller, kind of the big name to come out after this off season, and hopefully he can uh, carry the team until everyone's healthy. Was Miller, um, Miller re-upped this season, didn't he? Yeah. And what did you think of that deal? Because I know it was, it seemed pretty fair from what I remember. Yeah, it's, well, he's definitely our best player, like, after last year. He he was just the most rounded player and, like, was, had all fronts covered, so. And, like, God, he had a lot of points last year, too. I, I can't he had like how many, but. He had, like, 90 points or something. Yeah, I think crazy. he had 90 points or something like that. And uh, Really underrated year. Yeah, so that would be really nice. Or I was happy to see him, sorry, and uh, it was a little long, but like I'm okay with that, to be honest, as long as we can lock him up. I think the Canucks have a good chance of, of making it this year. Um, I'm trying to... Th I can barely even remember what teams are even in the Pacific Division. We got Calgary, Edmonton, uh, Vancouver, Vegas, Vegas, L.A., San Jose, Anaheim, and the big old Kraken with the mascot we got to talk about later. <laughs> the The only picture I saw of it was a tweet, and I was just like, what is this? Yeah, I That's saw it three times it before I realized it was the mascot for the Kraken being revealed. I was like, wait, what? Oh, my God. Yeah, that's a... <laughs> <laughs> that was remember when gritty first got released like oh that was God, that was funny that was, that was like five nights at freddy's that was just not the <laughs> it's the most popular mascot i think in probably all of sports now though yeah i mean how could it not be gritty's a beauty um back yeah god that seattle mascot was not great <laughs> um no nope. There's some, man, just listening to some of those teams, like Edmonton, I don't think got any worse. Um, they got Campbell in the net now, which we talked about, which makes that, which is the biggest issue they had last year was not yeah. a goaltender. Yeah, um, it's a big patch for them. I don't, it's like, uh, they're still going to have issues in the regular season for sure, but come playoff time, that's going to be massive for them. I think Evan Bouchard takes a really big step for them this year too. I wouldn't be surprised. I've heard a if lot he... of people saying that actually. 
I think he might become like by the end of the year the bet like their go to defenseman on the team, even over Nurse, which you think is... he's gonna be like a high point guy for or what? Uh, I think he will, but only because he's going to get... I think he's going to be top power play by mid-season. So he's going to be like Tyson Berry, basically. Yeah, and he's just going to get secondary assists galore yeah. and get 90 points in his sleep. Yeah. Um, Bouchard could take a step forward, uh, and you obviously have McDavid, Dreisaitl, all those guys on the the front end. Evander Kane's back, which yeah. a full year of him there is going to be miserable for Calgary. <laughs> I hate to break it to you. Um, moving on to the Flames, though, who had by far the most interesting offseason by any team. Um, did you see <laughs> ever, ever <laughs> like, man, Brad Tree living? We're still in shock in this city, by the way. His his job was so far in the trash and he's on a pedestal now. He I don't know how he resurrected that job. I don't, It props to him, though, because, oh, my God. That was, oh my God, that's insane. I st- like, yeah, yeah, I can't even imagine what Calgary's like. I'm still sitting here like, man, there's Huberto, Kadri, and Uyghur just all in Calgary now. Yeah, I remember when, I remember all of them, actually. Like, I remember the, the Huberto, Uyghur trade was crazy. I was at a wedding, um, and we were in the hotel room with uh, my girlfriend's family, and... I remember, so basically everyone I was with was not Flames fans. There was an Edmonton fan there, there was a Toronto fan, and then some others. And I was like, you guys will not believe what just happened. I was like, Kachuk got traded, and they were all so excited to see where he went. And then I was like, it's not about where he went. I'm like, it's about who we got. Told them who they got, and I've never seen an Oilers fan so mad before, man. It was so funny. Wow. He was like, Hubert, he's like, you're kidding. And like, the Toronto fan didn't care too much, but like, it, it was funny, man. I was so excited. I was running around the hotel room. Huberto seems excited, too. Didn't he sign in a... Did he sign an extension? Yeah. Yeah, he did. And he was talking about, like, he's excited for the Battle of Alberta, man. That's what and you it's, want. It's all I've heard from, like, his teammates and his friends and stuff um, on Spit and Chicklets. They've... Everyone, for some reason, that's been interviewed in their last few episodes has all mentioned how, like, either Uyghur or Kadri or... Uh, Huberto is excited to be in Calgary, and I'm like, that's kind of weird, but I'm excited too. It's gonna be nuts to watch that man. That battle of Alberta is gonna be so bloody good. I know. Um, <clears throat> I can't believe it got better because as soon as uh, like the trades where we knew that Johnny and Kachuk were going, I was like, wow, like Battle of Alberta was just picking up, right? Like mm-hmm. it was getting good now that the playoffs had happened between them because the just that makes the regular season mean even that much more, and then. Bam, it was reunited or reignited. That was by far one of the most interesting off seasons of all time. Um, just based off Calgary alone, you could yeah. have wrote a novel on that. Um, Florida gets, I'd say, worse. Um, they're still going to be fine. I- I'm going to be yeah. interested to see what Kachuk's like in Florida. I feel like the sun just would take the edge out of anyone. Yeah, he's going to be, like, more relaxed, you think? <laughs> I think I would be, man. If I was playing oh, yeah. in, I mean, sun, dude, in Florida. I not anymore in Calgary. Yeah, I walk around. I want to beat someone up and piss someone off every day when I walk around here. So I don't blame him. Luch comes up to me and rubs his smelly glove in my face. I'm like, all right, I'm going to go sit in my pool and drink a Muay Thai or whatever. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to go to therapy and do yoga. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, this is Florida, not L.A. Um, <laughs> oh, my bad, my bad. 
<laughs> They're getting closer to the same every day, honestly. Um, I guess we should mention, too, uh, on a more serious note, uh, everyone in Florida right now that's getting affected by that hurricane, um, I hope our, you know, my prayers go out to you because it's nuts. Um, yeah. There was, a, as a journalist myself, a, a TV reporter, they sent this reporter out into the middle of the storm. Oh, I and saw he could, that. He's getting thrown around. Why? You don't need content that bad, CNN. You're fine. You're the yeah, biggest like, network. That guy better be getting a raise or a settlement or something. And if my boss has told me to ever go do something like that, no. That's not no. that is an unsafe work environment if I have ever seen one. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. But yeah, in seriousness, prayers to them, because like some of that stuff is crazy and like it sucks anytime a tragedy like that happens, especially when that like no one has any you can't do anything to fix it, right? It just you yeah. just gotta suck it up and power through it. So Mother Nature's something okay something crazy, man. She does not oh, yeah. care for anyone or anything. Um no. and and you know, I know this happened earlier in the summer, uh earlier like later in the summer, earlier uh before this hurricane, uh, the people out east in Canada, uh, around, uh, I believe it was Nova Scotia that got hit the hardest. I can't remember what the hurricane was called, but Fiona, um, Fiona, uh, thoughts and prayers go out to you as well. And uh, let's just, how about we just go without some hurricanes and all this crazy yeah. stuff right now? Could the world um, stop ending for like you know a couple months. Yeah, exactly. Um, Back to the Pacific Division. Um, yeah, Vancouver, Edmonton, Calgary. I'm all over the bloody place here. L.A. I think L.A. is a tough one to beat out, too, if you're you're Vancouver. Uh, Fiala's there. Yeah. I, th I think Byfield takes a step. Um, I think, I think personally, as as much as we've we've talked uh, poorly about him, yeah, get really close to the mic. So I am already is. really close. Yeah, and... Uh, I think it's the Jack Eichel revenge tour. <laughs> oh, I hope so, man. I bet I've I've vouched way too much for this guy for him to just flop in Vegas. Is it? You know what though? There's no excuses this year, though. It's put up or shut up this year for Jack Eichel, man. There's no excuses this year if he can't perform. Yeah, and uh, he like this. This is kind of make it or break it, I think, because a lot of people have vouched for him this year. Um, and we know he can just light it up over there. So he, he needs to show that he's actually been trying. He's got to prove to Vegas that he was worth it. And uh, they need someone to do that for them right now because, God, they're struggling. Let's move on to the uh, the central division, uh, probably the easiest division to predict. Uh, I imagine Colorado, St. Louis. Um, who's the other top team in the central? Minnesota. That I just can't think of. Minnesota. Those are probably the top three. I imagine Nashville probably grabs a wild card spot this year. Yeah. Um, and then you've got bottom feeders, Winnipeg, uh, some team <laughs> with a red jersey that uh, doesn't need to be we named don't need or to be talked named, about. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I kind of do want to talk about uh, about who is it? Nashville. Is that who I want to talk about? Nashville. Sure. Sure. I believe you. No. No, I think I'm wrong. Winnipeg. Jesus. Uh, Wheeler getting stripped of the seat. I think it's this was long overdue, man. Oh, that, yeah. All I've heard was that that all you ever heard was that that locker room was just toxic, and especially yeah. Wheeler and Shifley. I know, which is weird because like 
you see those guys out in public and they seem like very good leaders kind of which is a little upsetting to say but like you also you never know with an environment like what is actually happening right shifley never swears do you know that like yeah i I remember watching an interview like was he raised very catholic or does he was he just raised not to swear i think he just was like he took it really seriously in his house or something but i just remember that always stuck with me that he never swore because it's so funny watching him mic'd up man come up with alternatives for swearing at that age is the funniest thing ever (laughs) i think oh man you know it kind of all pieces together now when you think about it like with wheeler getting stripped you think back like evander kane remember when he came to practice in pajamas when he was there and then dustin bufflin like just didn't really want anything to do with the jets organization anymore now granted that was more to do with an injury and i think management yeah that was a different situation but um, still it all adds on to it uh line a i think line a point blank just called them out just yeah he said it was awful he got bullied every day there and everyone was kind of like really like did you actually and now seeing this it's kind of confirmed like yeah more it looks like he was maurice richard just out of nowhere saying the team needs a new voice like what coach have you ever heard that just steps down and says that yeah um i think yeah i think we finally kind of got a little bit of a glimpse into uh the winnipeg jets locker room and i i don't know i don't know who they'd pick going forward but kyle connor the beauty oh he's so good man god i love that guy he's insane yeah poor guy he's rotting he should go high in fantasy this year again, man. Even if Winnipeg does bad, the guy lights it up no matter what. Yeah. I, do you ever, I always have this mindset when I do fantasy that there are just teams that I absolutely refrain from picking from last few years. It was Arizona, obviously Buffalo. I did not even touch with a 10 foot pole. Uh, Yeah. Mine was the same. Sometimes I'll pick up a player for like a week or whatever, like a little stretch if they're on a hot streak, but um when i'm drafting definitely some teams that i stay away from unless Uh, there's something i see like you know far out the islanders i stuck away from because i just did not trust anyone to score with trots at the helm i know i wanted to take barzell and like i didn't and thank god (laughs) i i what do you think the islanders do this year we're finally seeing them without barry trots do we think maybe Barzell finally just explodes? They have to let him in or else he's gone. He'll He's going to leave so fast if they don't let him blow up in these next few years, like right now. Yeah. Um, let's, you know what? We got to talk about it. The Chicago Blackhawks. Um, <laughs> watching, I was watching, <laughs> I was watching their preseason. First of all, Kevin Korchinski, the, uh, our seventh overall pick this year looked really good. That's uh, good. He got, got sent back to seattle but he looked he was moving the puck really well on the back end he had a beautiful play with lucas reichel just fed it straight through the middle <laughs> right on the tape man i was i was i'm gonna use that to keep me hopeful every time the hawks get stomped eight two i'm just gonna think back to that goal okay um, you do that there were some other good pieces in there uh savoy looked really good uh regula vlasic um, poor Patrick Kane is trying to make it work with Anthony CU and Domi, and it's just not working thus far. <laughs> um, I like the way Richardson had them playing in preseason. It was, uh, 
they definitely put more pressure on the four check, which is something they just did not do under King or Colleton the last few years. So yeah. Um, in in all of that, this year is going to suck. Yeah, just pick another team this year, man. It's going to suck, man. <laughs> don't even. I wouldn't even wait. Like this is one of those off years for your team where you just like pretend they don't exist and you you watch you bandwagon another team for the season you, and you hide on. the jersey until they get oh they're they're back in the playoffs crazy yeah weird weird have i cheered for them the whole time so the thick and thin <laughs> the only thing that's keeping me sane man and is connor bedard the highlights i'm seeing of this kid are not yeah god He's... i hope he doesn't go to chicago he is <laughs> yeah thanks <laughs> I Asshole. really don't want him to go to Chicago, man. I really do, um, <laughs> I personally. <bet. laughs> I bet, man. He, this kid is nasty. Like, just the stuff he's doing in the WHL. And he, it's just easy. He, I think he's just toying with people, to be honest. It's kind of gross. Yeah, it's it's fun to watch every time it pops up. I, I watch everything that he gets. Like, everything posts about him, I am watching it at least five times. Um, My um, friend was showing... Sorry, I... I I, I know we were talking about not um blowing up about preseason games, but Dylan Holloway scored twice against Vancouver, and that just annoys me. <laughs> and wh- why? Why does that annoy you? <laughs> I, went, I went to school with him. Oh, what? Really? Yeah, he went to he went to my high school. Oh, no way. Yeah, now he's scoring twice against the Canucks, so that's annoying. Anyways, that, I just wanted to say that because I just saw it, and it, it made me mad. Oh, fair enough. You get you are maybe the most calm, mad person I've ever seen. Yeah, I know. I say that I'm mad, but I'm, you know, I'm not. I'm not gonna get that mad about anything. I can't even imagine you just like balling your fist up. I think it would break my heart. <laughs> you'd have to do. You'd have to do something pretty bad. <laughs> God damn it! Um, some off-season news. We mentioned the Avalanche briefly, but Nathan McKinnon got the bag. He's the highest-paid player in the NHL. McKinnon. McKinnon. Um, I mean, deserved. With the cap, the cap's supposed to go up in like to te- up ten million dollars by twenty twenty-five. By that time, McDavid will definitely take him over. I think that's kind of like a placeholder in a way. But yeah, totally. The thing I love about that, man, and I think a lot of NHL GMs have lost this kind of mindset, is Mac got his money after he won something with the team. Yeah, and there was no way they could deny it from him, right? Like, he, he did, did it. everything for them. That's all they needed. They they could have given him $50 million, man. It would have, wouldn't have changed. It would have been the same thing. Sure, Matthews and Marner, they're great individual talents, and they're just the easiest to poke fun of, but... There is no reason those guys on their first deal after their ELCs should have been getting over double digits. There is no, no yeah. reason whatsoever. Unless they yeah. had won. If they had won anything, you know? Yeah. Yeah, a round. <laughs> like, yeah. You know? Uh, so, yeah, I, I think that's how... I personally feel that's how it should be. You should not get the bag until you win something. And I think yeah. it should mean something. Um, so yeah, Mac got paid. The abs are going to be nuts again. Uh, don't think there's any shock there. Uh, I met Darcy Kemper this summer, by the way. Uh, first of all, what a lovely human being. He's actually genuinely so nice. Um, 
Yeah, you just sat there when you told me that. I was like, good. That's good to hear. Yeah, he he sat and chatted with us. I was there for work. Uh, He brought the Stanley Cup back to Saskatoon, and uh, there was such a man. He was awesome. He was like placing like little babies in the top (laughs) of the cup, and they looked like he was baptizing them. It was really (laughs) awesome. Um, Yeah, super nice guy. He let me touch the cup, which was dope. um, Even though it was probably a fake. Uh, Yeah, probably. I don't know how many fakes they got. Super, super nice guy. Did you go to, uh, was it Macar's, uh, cup thing? Yeah, that his was, you could not get into that. It was packed. Yeah. People were waiting in line for hours to go get a picture with him. I think it was like a five hour wait. Wow. Yeah. And people were just standing out in the street, just lined up. I was at work anyways, but like, I know he ripped down the, the boat trail in a boat. Yeah. I remember that. That's pretty sweet. I love the remember the quote from McKinnon where he said Crosby better be the uh, the drunkest at his parades or whatever. I yeah, love yeah. Crosby responded to it. And he's just like, oh, yeah, for sure. I was the <laughs> drunkest at his. And I know. It's so good. To see. I love when Crosby comes out of his shell. He's so he's actually like a funny dude. He Yeah. And everyone says that about him. They just like you just kind of got to let him do what he wants to do, though. I just, I can't even picture Crosby sipping alcohol. No. I can't. I picture him in his in his Reebok or Under Armour black turtleneck with, like, brown khaki shorts on his deck with, like, a glass of wine. That's what yeah, I picture Crosby. Exactly. Drinking. Like, he just, like, goes out there and absolutely lights up, like, any team that he wants to and then just nice relaxing, like... <laughs> As like an espresso or something when he gets yeah. home. Like he probably I makes some really fancy coffee. Man, that guy, I don't think he could shock him. I just don't think I could picture it at all. No, unless <laughs> it was like a like a Powerade or something, like, and he was doing a commercial for it. <laughs> oh, my God. He's a big gay. I think it's Gatorade, by the way. He'll, I don't he'll know, hurt man. you for that. Yeah, sorry. I probably just, I got his agents coming after <laughs> me now. He's going to come after you with his big quads, as Pierre Maguire would say. <laughs> oh, my God, his huge quads. <laughs> um, we had some – it was kind of a crazy – there was one crazy day. We had three defensemen retire, all very big defensemen. Keith Yandel, P.K. Subban, and then Zidane Char just all decided, I, I'm out. I love that Keith Yandel just got overshadowed so hard <laughs> because of the other two. I know. I, I, felt... I felt so bad. He, yeah, because he was he was lights out in his prime, man. He was like oh, a yeah. consistent fifty point guy. And his Iron Man streak, man, I think yes. is another level. The hot dog walrus is taking that one. I'm sorry, oh, and I I can't wait till he does Go. it. Um, PK Subban was kind of a, a sad one. I always loved Subban, especially in Montreal. He was like the one player I actually liked rooting for. Yeah, my, my um, mom's like a big Leafs fan, and I think Subban was one of the only players that she ever really liked on the Habs. Um, he got so close in Nashville, and then it just injuries, man. I think, I know he had a lot of back problems, and he just was never the same. He didn't have the same explosiveness. Um, and you could tell, because when Subban's feeling himself, his personality comes out, he's feeling excited, and you just never saw that from him the last few years. And yeah, it was really he was really sad. He's dealing with a lot of life life problems as well. I know he got divorced and stuff. So like, it was just a lot of unfortunate things happened in a short span of time that added up to it. 
he is going to have no problem finding a media role after uh, he did some sure he's last already year. Signed. Yeah, I'm sure he's already signed. He was really good. Signing. That's the kind of personality that I think places need. Um, yep. And then, man, Big Z, just uh, a lot of people, I don't think I saw one nice comment about him unless they were a Bruins fan, but <laughs> um, I loved Char, man. As dirty as he was, he was just a, he was like a, the eighth wonder. He was just huge. Yeah, just everything he did in his career was different, you know, than anything that had been done in hockey. So it was fun to, it was cool to see that added to the sport at least. But yeah, I mean, good riddance. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he did only beat the Canucks to win the cup in 2011. So exactly. So I, I don't I can't know why care that much about his retirement. Don't know why you would be not happy, but yeah, um, like I'm not going to be thrilled for the guy. Like, congrats, like all, any hockey player. It's awesome, right? Yeah. Um, one coach I want to move on to because this was the most excited I ever got when a coach signed somewhere. John Tortorella is killing the Philadelphia Flyers. So excited, he, man. They got to turn that locker room into a reality room. Like a man, reality he show. is. They already have, man. They had a, they have an episode. I think it's like the preseason training <laughs> camp thing or whatever. Yeah. And Torts is just, God, he, what a treasure. Let's never yeah, lose he, him. He really is. Something for this sport that we're never going to see again philadelphia they're going to be dog this year as well they're in the bedard stakes uh they look so bad in preseason i've been just been watching to see what <laughs> torts has been doing and oh my god he's got some work to do to fix the locker room um ryan ellis is out for again which i don't know what's going on with this guy it's really unfortunate yeah he's a great player um, and definitely someone they need in Philly to step up right now. So pretty hard to do that while you're hurt. They almost got some really bad news about Couturier too. It sounded like he was going to need surgery again. Thankfully he doesn't because he's yeah. been a guy that's had, he's one of the best two way players in the game. What we just don't ever really get to see him. He's, he's always kind of battling something. So yeah. Um, yeah. And Oh man, it, I'm so happy hockey's back. In a way, it, it the break was needed, but uh, it's gonna be exciting. We got the fantasy draft tomorrow, which always gets me even more pumped. Yeah, fantasy draft gets me roped right back into the season. Yeah, it's it makes it easier to to follow. I find. Yeah, and um, it, it teaches people who haven't watched hockey much a lot about the sport in one year. Even who do you, you think just monitor it a little bit? Who do you think is going to be the one? I There's so many players, so this is a very broad question. But who do you think is going to be the one steal in fantasy drafts this year that people are just not going to expect? Oh, man. There, there's always so many that su- surprise me. Um, and honestly, I, I should probably do some research, but I have no time to because I've wanted to make a bit of a list of who I wanted. And this year, I'm kind of just going with gut instinct. So Yeah. Um, give me your answer and I'll think on it for a minute, but I don't no, know if I got no, it. I can't, you can't, I don't know. I can't give up my players. Well, that's uh, the fun part. Yeah. I, I think I, I steal two... Tate's players all the time. <laughs> our buddy that's in the fantasy league with us, everything we talk about our picks and then a lot, granted, I don't just take his picks. Like we both want the guy and then I always just make sure to get it right before <laughs> Tate picks. Cause I know he would have taken him. Yeah. Um, I think one guy to really keep an eye out for, I think Alexis Lafreniere. I think he might get a bit of a boost on the Rangers. Um, 
I think he was really good uh, last few years with COVID and everything. COVID has just screwed a lot of rookies up, so I think he's finally going to start getting into the swing of things. Um, and the other one I know, he, he did really well last year in the half season he played. Matthew Boldy, I think, is going to be a beast for Minnesota. Yeah, I, I think anyone on Minnesota um, is going to be a good pick this year. And Boldy, I've been excited for him for forever, too. I've been hearing about him for a long time, so that'd be nice. I hated that Ryan Hartman did so good for you last year. That pissed Dude, me off. I love every second of it. God, I was so mad. Just as a Hawks fan and a fantasy player, I was pissed. Yeah, just the assists I was getting every night, man. It was that was crazy. The assists. He had like thirty-five goals. He was a yeah, menace. Yeah, he was just he was just standing in front of the net, like man, beast. He's a great player. Minnesota really. I'm glad they turned his career around because it was looking rough there for a bit. Yeah. Um but yeah, that's that's kind of all the the hockey stuff I, I had to talk about. Is there anything else you kind of wanted to to touch on? Not really. Um, like I said, just kind of getting back into hockey now, um, and I'm excited to just follow the season as it goes along. Um, we've got uh, outside. Well, WHL wise, Prince Albert Raiders finally got their first win. I'm just gonna throw that in there after that, an abysmal start. We went to the Blades game in Saskatoon here. I got free tickets through work. And we're sitting there and like I went with a bunch of buddies who like aren't like super hockey fans. But if the Raiders are in town or whatever, they'll go. Yeah. And it's going to overtime. Great overtime period. The Blades score with one second left. And this guy was so blatantly offside. (laughs) And I don't. Oh, man. It was such a damper on the night. I was ready to go home. But that always ruins it. It does. It always does. I always I always want to be the asshole, too, that just gets people annoyed in their own arena yeah that's the that's like the only fun part about going to an away arena is just making everyone there mad exactly and uh outside of that as well uh toronto blue jays i think have got a wild card game or something coming up which is exciting if you're uh if you're a baseball fan um riley i i know it's a very common talking point right now but have you watched the jeffrey dahmer uh documentary on netflix If another person asks me, <laughs> um, I'm kidding. Um, no, I haven't yet, and I'm excited to watch it, but I'm in the middle of way too many shows right now, and I've dug myself way too deep. Um, me and my girlfriend are binging Game of Thrones right now, and then Ooh. then we got to watch House of the Dragon because she hasn't seen Game of Thrones before, so we're watching it for the first time. Um, then we go on House of the Dragon. I got to finish the last season of Peaky Blinders. You haven't finished it yet? No, I haven't seen the newest season. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I caught up to you. I know, I know. Like, there's just been way too many shows going on right now. So yeah. I do want to watch that Dahmer one. And then The Walking Dead. I'm I'm a huge Walking Dead fan. And the last season, oh the last goodness. few episodes are coming out right now for that. And finishing it off. So I got a lot going on. There's a lot of shows to keep up with. I don't think I can like, do that. Black Panther's coming out next Sunday or next next week, so I'm excited to go see that too. Way too much for me, you know. A little Just overwhelmed by my too list. Too much on your plate, man. You gotta, I know I'm a busy guy. How are you not stressed? <laughs> I am. All the all the Please. stuff you have to. <laughs> Dude, I'm losing my hair. It's it's awful. all the all the stuff you have to watch. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think. I've never seen Game of Thrones. I really want to. Um, what was another one you mentioned? Nah, I don't even know what House of the Dragon is. It's uh, like the Game of Thrones spinoff. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's like a prequel. 
Um, did you know they're making a peaky? They were planning on making a Peaky Blinders movie. I did not know that until I finished the last season. I did not realize that was the plan. Yeah, that was the the finisher. Man, that's nuts. That's gonna be same sick. with. Uh, it was the same with The Walking Dead actually, because they were supposed to finish it off with a trilogy, and I was like, oh my god, that's way too much. Um, and they canceled it. Another just I think, six episodes. I think one season of The Walking Dead was enough. I'll be a hundred percent honest with you. That's okay. That's an okay <laughs> take for me. It's <laughs> no, a lot, I did, man. Dude, it's I like liked Grey's it. Anatomy. I liked it, and I can't remember. It was after Glenn died. I just, I was just like, man, I don't know where. I think it just That's got burned out from left. it. That's where everyone else left. If you could, if you ever get a random urge to binge it again, it's definitely worth it to go to the end. I think. Um, Does it get better? There's a lull. There's a season that's pretty bad, and then there's an okay one, and then I liked nine and ten. I think come after that. I don't. I don't really know how many seasons there are. I think there's ten. Um, but yeah, the last season was really good. I haven't seen any of the newest season though. Huh. Maybe. Maybe I'll get the sudden urge to watch The Walking Dead. I highly doubt I, it. I get but... the weirdest urges to watch TV shows, so like that's why. But still, I get disowned all the time for not have seen, like, I've never s- watching Breaking Bad, so. Oh, you're missing out, my guy. I know, I've tried. <laughs> it's tough. Yeah, it's tough. The first season, the first time I watched it, too, was I was like, man, I can't do this. And then I watched it again and forced myself through, and then I just was hooked. Um, yeah, I got to get through like three seasons because I've gone through two, three times. You kept starting it over? Yeah, because I forget because it's such a long pause. I don't know. If I were to watch it again, I'd have to do it again because I don't remember what happens. Oh, man. Uh, I got the random urge to watch Community. Um, oh, what a great show. It man. is Donald so, is so funny in good. That. Everyone's great in that, man. Yeah. Mr. <laughs> Mr. Chang. Mr. Pierce. Chang, dude. Uh, God, I love the paintball episodes are the best ones in the entire show. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Those were kind of like their, those were the most, where the most the budget went. Oh, yeah. Once they realized they were awesome. a hit. It was awesome. <laughs> it just hits the type of like, it's just such casual humor that just makes you chuckle. It's so cool. Yeah, it's it's my favorite kind of humor, so. I gotta watch that show again. Maybe I'll get the random urge to do that. But I can't. I have too many shows to watch, Tanner. Can't start it. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I guess kind of just before we we uh, jump off here, if unless you had anything else you wanted to mention, uh, what's kind of just uh, some things you got up to the, this summer? I know it's been a while since we talked. Like I don't think we chatted since probably the last episode. I was gonna come down to Pano, but uh, ended up not working out. Yeah, I was going to try to come up to Saskatoon, actually, as well, because I was going to go see my family in Regina. But um, I just had a friend get married, which was the weirdest thing ever, because I'm, for anyone who doesn't know, I'm 22, so, like, very young. And, like, I've known this kid since I was 10. Like, I've known him for 12 years. So very odd to have your friend get married, but congrats to them. And the thing, the thing probably is, is that he's probably still 10 years old in your mind. Oh, yeah, that's the thing. I still see him as, like, this kid with, like, he he was the same as me, had like, like, the long Justin Bieber flow back in the day. I just, I see that with his braces and the, like, playing hockey back when we were 12. So it's definitely a weird feeling, but it was, uh, it was fun for sure. What about you? Uh, congratulations to Brendan McKenzie, too. Uh, great people from, from my interactions, and congratulations to you both. Um, 
yeah, I uh, went to a couple of concerts, uh, which oh, was yeah. both of them were fucking unreal. Like the Lumineers, man, what a show, first of all. <laughs> His voice is it's, like it's crazy. You cut out there, but I, I heard what you said. Yeah, I was just saying, like, his voice is like an angel speaking to you. It is so pretty to listen to. Um, so the Lumineers were great to see. Uh, about two weeks later, went and saw Greta Van Fleet, which that's another voice who is, <laughs> I don't know how. You know what the crazy thing is? I don't know how much you listen to Greta, but you'd think he'd, like, scrunch up his face lots to get that high note. Man, he does it so casually. He doesn't move his face at all. It's absurd. That's not. It's just so easy for him. So yeah, that was cool. And then pretty much just just work. I covered some big stories for work. Uh, we had this psychopath running around with a knife and stabbing everyone. Yeah, that um, was a great time for the for the country. Yeah, they uh, they it was like a four day manhunt for him, and eventually they found him. I was career wise, uh, I was very fortunate. I was the first one actually on the scene when he got arrested. Um. And he later uh, died, I believe, from self-inflicted injuries is what they reported. But that was a pretty big career moment. Um, covered some other big stuff. I know I was just out in St. Louis last week. Uh, a woman who had been missing since 2020. They There are eight people charged in it. And they finally found some remains out that right. way. So they, they assume it's hers. Um, they're still waiting on results but it's been a it's been a crazy crazy summer for work i'm not gonna a little more interesting than mine Uh, (laughs) i just cut a lot of grass you know hey (laughs) i miss the old lawnmower you got the night is it the zero is it the zero turn ones oh yeah oh yeah the big zero turn ones can't can't ever go wrong with that no um i finally yeah it was uh it was a lot of work in the summer compared to to past uh in terms of going out and doing things i was very upset i only got out to the lake once which was really yeah. depressing yeah that's too bad but yeah i don't know uh i don't have much else to say the house league heroes are back season three um again schedule wise i don't know exactly what it's going to be i'm sure we'll try and do once a week but yeah we'll, we'll um, format it somewhat it's uh it's kind of the same it'll be kind of the same as before we'll uh you know when we're both available if we have to miss a week it happens it happens um yeah uh but we do uh got some stuff planned you know i want to try and get the social media uh page at least a little more interactive and uh to those listening i i don't usually uh look at the numbers very often but i know we do have some listeners that tune in every uh episode so let us know you know give us some feedback too what would you like to hear or see um what you know we're always looking to get better and uh we want to be more interactive with those that listen so um that's kind of what you want from us tell us what yeah. you want we'll, th- we'll think of some fun stuff you guys think of some <clears throat> fun stuff and we'll collaborate we've got some uh you know want to do some interviews and stuff too uh in the bag uh, i know i want to get uh, mitch marner on here because i just have him in my phone book casually yeah, i just gotta uh, dial him up and make sure that he's free one of these weeks yeah when he's not putting up four point nights on a regular yeah, um exactly but yeah riley uh i intro this one i'm gonna let you uh close it out for for all our listeners here all right yeah thanks everyone welcome back and let's get ready for a good new season go canucks go have a good night